You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 63. And today we're talking about how to use LinkedIn for business. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Samantha Riley, and after being in business for 20 years, I took the leap of faith from a traditional bricks and mortar business into the online world and created a business based around my expertise. Now I have a life that gives me the freedom to work wherever I have an internet connection. I'm now obsessed with helping the unheard experts who are brilliant at what they do but feel like the world's best kept secret transform to influential thought leaders, all while creating a business which gives them the freedom to create their life by design. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another, well, in this case, super special episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Tim Hyde, and I'm joined by today by a, the birthday girl. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's my birthday! Yay! I, I love birthdays. I just wish I wasn't one year older. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, uh, I must admit, I've always thought of it like this. You're not one year older, you are one day older. Well, that's very, very true. And I wouldn't want to go back to school again and be uh, 10 years old. So I'm actually quite happy. 21 and 6,000 days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how many years that is. I'm a bit scared. That sounds quite... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, well, let's not talk about ages. Let's just bask in birthday glory. <laughs> we need a little candle, you know, little candle and cake icon on the screen right now. <laughs> Little right. wings. That's what are we right. going to talk about today? We're, we're going to talk about the first of our super cool first double episode on how to use LinkedIn for business. Yes, LinkedIn is such a valuable resource available to us in our business. And I would say just there's not very many people in my world. You, you are actually one of them that's using LinkedIn really well, Tim. But most of the people that I come across really underutilize this tool. And it is such a valuable, valuable resource for us. Yeah, look, I even saw Gary Vaynerchuk uh, video the other day on Facebook of all things, <laughs> <laughs> saying how you know how you know LinkedIn, you know, is really a bit of a goldmine right now. It really is. It really is. But in saying that, there's a lot of people that are not understanding what that means and thinking that because it's a goldmine that they they just need to reach out. Hey, Tim, how are you going? I've got this cool thing that's $20,000. Want to buy it? Oh, of course. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yuck. We are not talking about like, being spammy, in, though. Anything you sell for $20,000, Sam, is like cheap at twice the price. Oh, lovely. But I would <clears> not go out and sell that on LinkedIn. And that's what we no, look. Oh, hang on. Let me rephrase that. That's not something that you sell the first time you come across someone on LinkedIn. Well, it's not something you probably sell at the first time you come across anybody anywhere, to be very honest. Very true. Very true. So we're talking about LinkedIn. Yep. And today we're specifically going to talk about getting the foundations right. A lot of people talk about or ask about outreach and different ways to engage on LinkedIn. And I think that so many people do this without getting the foundations right. So today we're going to talk about pimping your profile, getting your profile so that it's seen and heard in a way that positions you as an authority because there's no point getting into the fun stuff 
I guess, until we get the foundations right, which is why we've decided to split this into two episodes. That's right. Now, you've got seven things we're going to cover off and getting a profile. Now, most people wouldn't think that there are, are really seven things to get right on your profile, but so yeah. that's quite a few. But let's jump into the first one of those. Drop down here, your profile photo. Absolutely. Well, your profile picture is the very, very first thing you see. If you open up anyone's profile, the first thing your eye does is go straight to that profile picture. Or even if you show up in the search results and you haven't even gone through to your profile yet, that profile picture or that headshot or that image is the very first thing we see. And whether you like it or not, in less than three seconds, we make a judgment of whether we want to learn more about that person or not. And I would say probably on LinkedIn, it's way fewer than three seconds. I would think it's almost instant. No, this is a professional networking platform. Sure, it's online, but we still want to see people showing up in a professional manner. So a nice profile shot that's really, you know, a nice high resolution, 400 by 400. And generally just the headshot sort of like from the, from the shoulders up. And the decolletage. Oh, everyone, listen to that. <laughs> Penny has trained you well. She has, she, she has indeed. So, no party shots, no sort of no, profile. Hi, no how are you going? No boobs out. No, uh, oh, as someone said on uh, maths a few weeks ago, no trout pout. <laughs> <laughs> right, we, we do not need the blue steel look. We do. And not. I think this is where, right. this is where it's really important to go and get a really good portrait photographer yes and to get just to get your headshot isn't that like it's very inexpensive and it's think about this as an investment because people are deciding whether they might potentially work with you in a (laughs) second so how much is that profile image worth to you potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars so to invest to just to get a headshot, you can get a LinkedIn headshot these days for about a hundred bucks by great, yeah. a great photographer. So definitely invest in it, in that. The only time that I would say that you could use sort of set images or images with things in your background is, you know, if you're in health and wellness, I've seen some beautiful health and wellness images with people that are outside, you know, maybe with, with greenery or people that are in wellness. I've seen some beautiful profile images of them in their kitchen that works really well. I've got a client that does fit outs for really cool restaurants and bars and very modern office spaces. And he has his profile image there and it looks fantastic because it's positioning him in that way. But if you are, you know, a coach consultant, I would just go with a straight profile image without any of the fluff around the outside. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really got to reflect what it is that you do for customers. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and look like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's positioning you as the authority in your industry. Okay, so great for a profile photo. Um, yes. And again, it's a bit like we talked about in the last episode with the eight tools. Getting a good website attracts more business. Yes. Getting a good profile photo might be the difference between that one extra job that you pick up that you wouldn't have otherwise done so. 100%. If you don't okay. look professional, then people won't see you as professional. All right. Uh, First impressions count. Second one you've got down here. The headline. Absolutely. So the headline is the sentence that sits right underneath your profile image. And this is where a lot of people will put coach, consultant, expert. Author. Author. (laughs) (laughs) Or Hella Bella Proprietary Limited. Like, what is that? We don't know. This headline shows up in the search before people even see what you do. And what I love about this is when you interact with people in the newsfeed and leave a comment, 
people will see your profile picture and the headline. So this is very much underutilized by people because this is a great way to constantly be educating people what you do. So mm. this headline needs to be saying, this is the kinds of people I help and this is how. This is the outcome that I help them achieve. <coughs> yeah, absolutely. See, I've still got the cold from last week. which ah, You are looking a lot better than last week. It's, it's one of those lingering ones, I think. But I think um, headline's an interesting one because it's, this is – and one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make with, with their LinkedIn profile is we've gone into this idea that it's an online resume. Oh, I'm um, so glad you brought that up. I was going to bring that up later, but – Definitely. Right? So it's, you know, you're not the CEO of X or you're not a project officer or something that, you know, is equally, you, you know, boring. You know, use that to tell people what it is that you do in the transition you make. And one of the really cool things I've seen recently in people's headline is actually putting a link to a resource. Okay. I haven't seen right? that. So use, it's not, not very common at the moment, but, you know, put a link, put a little bit.ly link or a Google link into, you know, a resource that really adds value and demonstrates that you make the transition that you've just made. You know, I help coaches and consultants and here is a resource that will help coaches and consultants make this Wow, there you go. I wonder how long that'll be around for. I wonder if that will... Take well. I, I don't know. We'll see. Anyone listening? Yeah, absolutely. Do that right now yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how long that will be around. Absolutely. But it, so but it, but it is. And again, because because you know when you first come up, you're coming up with just your photo, your name, and that summary. If people don't go past that, and that's the opportunity for you to grab them, yes, you can grab them right there. And you've got only oh, I should have written down the amount of characters. It, I think it's 140, 150 characters. Yep. I will have to double check. I put the, I'll is, put it in the show yeah. notes. Here's something else that most people don't know. You can edit your profile on your phone and mm -hmm. you can get more characters in that headline title than you can if you use your desktop. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. How, so, that's really cool. However, I'd also say if you can actually get that character count down and make it short, sharp, succinct so that people notice, then I think that's a win all around. Absolutely. But I love the witchcraft there, Tim. <laughs> it's just there's just an issue when you go back to edit your profile on your desktop and it says no you can't save you've got too many characters <laughs> <laughs> well there you go there's a small tip for you all right next one cover image the cover image so this is the image that sits <clears throat> behind your profile shot and I, this is a great way to position your authority so either using a different image and some text on here about different things that you do different workshops you've coming up or if you're a speaker, it's a great place to put an image where you're speaking. So it's really conveying a message through an image. So don't make it super spammy and super like advertising in that, you know, we do all these things, but it is a great place to let people know what you've got coming up or, and to position yourself as that authority. So I'm That's not going right. to go into that too much more, but use that image to. Well, speaker is an interesting one here. So you've got to, you know, take a photographer to your events Yes. All right. So if, if your profile, you know, your cover image is of you kind of in reverse with the, you know, you from behind, you know, speaking out to a crowd of people. And it's um, a big it's, crowd. And particularly if it's a big crowd. If it's not, maybe you can do some Photoshop magic. <laughs> um, but, you know, showing that this is what you do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because a picture tells a thousand words. You know, if you're a constructor, have you with a class. Yes, absolutely. Or if you've, if you've published a book. Placing your book up there, you in your book, is a great way to, to position that. So just use it to get a bit creative and show yourself in a great way. 
Okay, next one. All right, the summary. So this, the summary, this is definitely another piece of the LinkedIn profile that lets people down. So what we're talking about here is the large amount of text that people can read. And there's a few different things that we can pay attention to here. One of the first ones is, as Tim alluded to before, it's not an online resume. So don't tell people, this is me and this is how good I am and this is what I can do. Instead, think about having your ideal prospect or your future ideal client reading that. What do they need to know that you can help them with? What skills have you got that can help them overcome their problems, their challenges and help them to get a transformation to an outcome and really write that profile to to them, not about you. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it's not about you. It really isn't. And the other one is don't write it as a third person. I think that... Oh, we're going to hate that. Don't (coughs) really hate it. We do not speak about Sam in the third person. (laughs) Tim is a marketing automation genius and all-around good guy. (laughs) What? Uh, Yeah. We we really need to put copy in there that's relevant in context to the transformation we create for our customer. Totally. you know, I love doing this and I started this in 2006 and blah, 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 blah. No one cares about, you know, what your journey was to get to where you are. Unless it helps them to know that Tim gets me, that's where I'm at. It's the context, I guess. Yeah, but it's not written as, it's not written as, a, you know, I have a passion. All about me. And just go through yours and look at the number of I's and we's we have in it you know, and then change it to customer-focused language. Absolutely. I was always taught that you write you to double the amount of eyes. And whilst that's not always exact, you will start to notice how many times you write I. <laughs> and it's a, great, it's a great way to go back and change the wording and change it around. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. And make it so that it's easy to understand. Like don't use the buzzwords that are only industry, you know, uh, industry-specific jargon. It doesn't make you look smarter. It just confuses people. I connected with someone on LinkedIn a few weeks ago and I always reach out to my LinkedIn connections and ask them to have a chat because I want to get to know them. And I spent 20 minutes on the phone to this guy, Tim, and I got off. He was starting to get frustrated because I kept saying, I still don't understand what you do. And in the end, I just gave up after 20 minutes because he was like, well, it's, you know, it's he was pretty much saying, Sam, you're an idiot. And I'm just like, I can't refer to him. I cannot refer him any clients because I had well, no was, idea what he did. Yeah. Oh, look, this is where we, you know, we talked about it last episode um, in episode 53, wasn't it? Uh, 60, what, uh, 61. 61. We talked about Hemming. Oh, my God. I've, I've, yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a busy we, week. We, we talked about Hemingway app. Yes. Right? So use Hemingway app, you know, in your summary. Perfect. To, to really simplify down your language. Perfect. To make it easy to understand. Yeah, totally. All right. Next we have the volunteer experience. Oh, I know. This is one I thought oh, when, you, when you put this through in our show notes that we were talking about, I thought, Hey, this is an interesting one that you kind of highlighted here because I yeah. don't think people really look at this very much. No. However, if you were really, really passionate about animal rights and you were looking for someone to help you and someone else had volunteer experience with, uh, you know, RSPCA or something against cruelty to animals, would that help you make a decision? And chances are most times it would. 
This is a great way to display and show your values without saying, these are my values. When you show the the places that you volunteered and the, the causes that you're passionate about, this actually says a lot about who you are as a person. And as you know, we do business with people that we know, like, and trust. So this is a really underutilized piece of the LinkedIn profile to be able to display that and to start to get that know, like, and trust factor with people that we haven't even met before and a really, really great way to open conversations with people as well. Yeah, I noticed that you were da, 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 following this cause. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. love it. Skills and endorsements. Skills and endorsements. Now, I believe that you can use up to <clears throat> 50 skills and endorsements. These are really great from an SEO ranking purpose. You know, I don't know if you've noticed that when you Google people, that LinkedIn comes up always on the first page of Google. Yeah, it's got really great SEO. Yeah, LinkedIn does. So utilize that by using these SEO terms in your skills and endorsements and you can move them around. So the ones that you get the most skills and endorsements are, move them to the top so that they're seen up there. One of the questions I get a lot is, well, anyone can leave an endorsement or, you know, endorse me for a skill. What, what does it mean? Like, I don't even know who these people are. And whilst I understand what you're saying, if you went to a profile and you saw someone that had, you know, their top four skills and endorsements had 99 plus and you saw someone else's profile and it had three, which person is going to come across as the person with more no like, and trust? It's going to be yeah. that person yeah. with 99 more endorsements. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's credibility. So definitely use this. Definitely do some research into what your prospects are searching for because that will help you to come up in the um, SEO rankings. Absolutely. Now, that's sort of, it's very similar to the last one you've got here. Yes. Um, which is recommendations. Yes. Now, I love this because recommendations are essentially testimonials. We all know that testimonials sell. Why would you not have them on your LinkedIn profile? I know. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people don't realize, Tim, that you can actually ask for recommendations. So if you do a workshop or if you're working with, you know, you've worked with a client or you've provided, you know, some free help to someone, go onto your LinkedIn profile and go uh, go in there and ask. You can send a special little message ask for a recommendation saying, look, it was really great that I've been able to help you. What I'd really love is if you could leave me a recommendation on my LinkedIn profile. And it takes someone, someone will be emailed the link so they don't even have to go hunt and find it. They just write that recommendation, press send, it's done in, you know, less than a minute and you've got a beautiful testimonial on your LinkedIn profile. Absolutely. Um, Cool little trick. You could actually write them for them too and say, hey, you know, if you could say something like this, feel free to change it up. Yes. Um, That would be really awesome. Yes. I mean, obviously, we don't want to write it word specific, but plenty of people will be like, oh, that's cool. I'll just change these couple of words. And it's just about making the experience as easy as possible. That's right. And you notice, as, as the great Alan Sugar has said in the past, you know you've made it when you don't have to write your own rec- you know, recommendations. Like it. That's very nice. <laughs> He's well, a sugar now, isn't he? Is it yeah, Sir, Sir, Alan? Sir, Sir Alan Sugar? Alan sugar. Yes. yes. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's one. And, and you should give recommendations too. If you're, you know, sitting there with someone you, you know, you work with, I say, you know, why don't we give each other a quick recommendation on LinkedIn? 
Yeah, absolutely. Right? I, it's, um, it's not hard to do. And if you're in a networking group, you can sit there and just say, hey, today, guys, let's, you know, let's give each other recommendations and all of a sudden you'll have 20. Yeah. I always, if I have speakers come to my workshops, always give them a recommendation. If I have someone giving a training to my clients, I'll always jump onto their LinkedIn and give them a recommendation. I think it's a really classy way to show someone respect and appreciation and it doesn't take long. It's super easy to do. It's, you know, like I said, only a couple of minutes and it's done. Absolutely. I think one of the other things there about recommendations that people don't realise is that it appears on their profile too. So if you're giving a recommendation to somebody, yes. your name now appears on their profile. It pops up in the little, you know, this is what's happened recently on the side of LinkedIn. And so you're actually building in the, in the process of giving a recommendation to someone they're now highlighting you and what you do with them. Yes. Right? So, so you're now starting to get very subtle, not a great deal, but subtle brand presence as you're now, oh, my God, we see this person everywhere. Yes, absolutely. And that's, well, that's what we want to hear. Oh, my goodness, you're everywhere. I had that happen just the other day. And it's really nice when someone reaches out and says, wow, you're everywhere. Because you know you're not, but if you're showing up in their world all the time, that's their perception. And going on further onto what you were talking about there, Tim, it means that we're top of mind. If our name's coming up all the time, then we're top of mind when someone is going to make a buying decision. That's right. Now, I think one of the really cool things that LinkedIn does, it LinkedIn gives you tips on how to write a great profile. Does it really? Yeah. It I didn't even say, know that. <laughs> it, it'll come up. Right? And so they've got this rating. You know, going, I don't know what the bottom is, but it sort of goes up to all star at the top. But it says, oh, hey, that's you, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, do you want to add these things to your profile? Do you want to change or edit this particular part of it? So you can go through it. And LinkedIn have this other cool, cool little tool called the, I think it's the social selling index. You might know. Ah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it called. I think it's, it's called, called the social selling index. And it's actually going to tell you how effective you are on LinkedIn and where you can improve to be, you know, to actually use their platform a lot better. So use those tools that LinkedIn give you to create a more effective profile. They want you to be on there using their platform and they're going to tell you what works. Yeah, that social selling index, I will put a link in the show notes because you can go on and it will come up with a, a percentage in different areas where you're doing well and where you can improve. So, yeah, that's really great. I'm going to look it up now and see what I, what I, what I rank. I should have a little competition, Sam, and see what you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we'll be sending each other screenshots as soon as we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Now, actually, there is one little <clears throat> bonus, and it's only a bonus because I forgot oh. to mention it back in the summary. Bonus time. We love bonuses. Oh, so this, we is talk like, about this is like birthday presents. You know? Yay! <laughs> so if, at the bottom of your summary, and that's the, you know, the large piece of text, at the yeah. bottom, make sure that you include a call to action. How do you want people to interact with you? Do you want them to uh, email you? Do you want them to go and get a free resource? Do you want them to have a look at your website? Do you want to send them a message so that they reach out? Be very, very clear about what you want that person to do as the next step because they're not going to take that next step necessarily unless you prompt them of how to take that next step. So make sure that you have a call to action at the bottom of your summary. Absolutely. It's a bit like the Wizard of Oz, you know, Yellow Brick Road. It's fabulous to go and visit the Tin Man and the Cowley Line from every so often. But ultimately, we want to take someone to the Emerald City. Wow. Look at you and your metaphors today, Tim. 
I know I'm on fire. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. So if you uh, would like to pimp your profile and especially, oh, look, I'd love it if, or we would love it if you did it before the next episode where we're going to actually go dive deeper into LinkedIn and you want some help on how to pimp your profile and get it looking really fantastic, head to samanthariley.global forward slash profile and there's a little template there that's just follow the little bouncing ball that helps walk you through what you need to do for each of those to those different areas that we talked about today. Absolutely. Of course, don't forget to ask Sam and Tim if you've got any other questions about today's episode and what you should be doing with your profile we'd love to answer those on the next show second part of our double episode into doing business on linkedin and uh, of course if you're listening to the show we'd love a like a shout out uh, a share don't forget to subscribe if you're on itunes and if you know someone who you'd find this this episode interesting we'd love if you could share it we really appreciate that Totally. Um, and definitely give it, leave us your comments below and let us know what your questions are specifically on LinkedIn for our next episode because we uh, want to take people's LinkedIn strategy to the next level. That's right. And we're going to, of course, jump into the second part of our episode where it's more about LinkedIn outreach. Now that you've got your profile on fire, we're going to show you how to talk about how to really get that uh, pumping and lots of people coming in and finding you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tim, I'd love you to share your biggest, you know, idea or your parting thoughts around LinkedIn. Look, for me, I I think, um, and I've been doing LinkedIn for a long time now when I first decided to get into consulting work. I think, you know, where where is my customer? They're on LinkedIn. What do I need to do to look sexy? Yes. On LinkedIn. And I've, I've got to sort of, you know, show the goods, so to speak. Um, and, and that's where I thought, you know, just got to sort of jump in and, and, and do the work, get endorsements. What do people want to see when they look at me and go, yep, that's a guy who knows what he's talking about. But I think my biggest takeaway f- from today's episode, Sam, is really about putting that volunteer experience in and creating a different dynamic to what people are seeing when they're looking at my profile. So I'll certainly yeah. be doing that over the next week. Fantastic. Oh, well, Tim. 76, my social selling index. 76, nice. 76, falling down on finding the right people. Ooh. Ah. It's, it's probably because I'm still on free LinkedIn, not paid one. Oh, now I want to know what mine is. <laughs> I have to have, go have a look as soon as we finish recording. I'm, I can't do two things at once. <laughs> Tim, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you here today. Thanks to all our listeners or our viewers here on YouTube for hanging out with us here. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. And please join me all to welcoping and wishing Sam a very happy birthday today, Sam. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Oh, thanks, Tim. Bye for now. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth, and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. 
Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.